Welcome to On The Mic With Mike. We don't always have these conversations with our loved ones, but we need to. The podcast that addresses controversial issues that affect us in the criminal justice system. Do you understand what we had to get to to carry a gun and defend ourselves? And even cultural challenges we face every day. People just love to make it about race. That's not the case. What causes you to be in a relationship that may lead to a potential domestic issue down the line? Resolve your unconscious bias and grow from an independent perspective based on facts and data. Why not use statistics in your analysis? And now your host. Do I seem like I'm on something or am I just losing it? Instructor Mike. What's going on? What's going on? This is Instructor Mike. Hope y'all are doing good and all that great stuff today. I'm not only just, you know, going live on Instagram, uh, not Instagram, but on YouTube. I'm also uh, recording my podcast, uh, resurrecting my podcast on the mic with Mike. You can find it on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, any place where podcasts are, stuff like that. So um, I'm going to go on ahead and we're just going to dive in. Uh, those of you all who are listening by podcast, I am your host of the podcast, Instructor Mike. You can follow me on Facebook at Mike Brown or Instructor Mike. Follow me on Instagram at Yes Mike Said It. Subscribe to my YouTube page, Instructor Mike. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell for notifications. <laughs> this is what got me laughing. If you're watching this, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Howdy on YouTube. What's going on? Charles Worrell, Frank Mack, what's going on? So yeah, I'm recording on my podcast as well. You know, uh, those people who are interested in uh, a concealed carry class, just some things that, uh, and that's what, that's what this show is going to be about. Just some things for you to consider prior to you diving in head first and deciding you want to take a concealed carry class. And, you know, right now I'm focusing on Illinois, but this stuff is not just limited to Illinois. It's all over. It's all over. You can also follow me on TikTok at Yes Mike Said It Too. Just put up a new video of the tool that I was playing with, the Stava M85. Uh, the Stava M85, the, um, I guess it's the offshoot of an AK-74. Hey, what's going on, Nina No Flex? It's an offshoot of an AK-74. From Stava uh, Fire, so was it Stava Arms out of the Yugoslavia? Uh, so yeah, fun. It's uh, chambered in five five six by forty five uh, instead of the seven point six two by thirty nine or seven six two variant you would typically hear in AK forty seven. So what's going on, Donald Washington? Shouts out to Donald Washington, my life in the shy. You can follow him on Facebook as well. You said just took a class this past weekend with Officer Davis and the rest of his instructors. I'm thinking you're talking about at the bunker out there in Lansing. That's the only Officer Davis that I know. And if you just took a class with them, great guy. Tim is a great guy, uh, CPD, great guy. So, yes, I'm assuming that's who you're talking about, Tania. Uh, Prince G. Moore, what's going on? Yes, that's who I thought. Uh, yeah, Rick Bolton out there. <clears throat> those, those are some good guys that are out there. Uh, teaching a class. Uh, one thing I want you to understand, those of you all who are interested in a concealed carry class, 16 hours is not enough. 16 hours is not enough. First of all, my opinions, and if I got any instructors here who want to chime in, 
gone ahead and uh, text me uh, or, or send me a message, I'll go on ahead and send you the link, throw you up on the screen, stuff like that. I had an instructor that was about to come on, but he had a last-minute emergency. Things do happen. By the way, if you're watching by YouTube, make sure you hit that subscribe button and hit the bell for notifications. Uh, same thing, TikTok. Yes, Mike said it. All that great stuff. Um, you know, different states got different requirements in terms of what you have to have in order to be able to even get into the class that's a conversation in and of itself. But I've always been of the belief that you said you want the whole entire training. <laughs> uh, you said you just paid your fee for the concealed carry license, even though you just took the class four years ago. Yeah, I had some people that came in uh, today in the office during my office hours with some old certificates from when I was teaching and the state police changed their uh, designs so they had to get new certificates. So, yeah, I'm not I'm not surprised, but at least you're doing what you're supposed to do. You know, I am of the firm belief, and I definitely want your opinions. I'm of the firm belief that you need to take a basic pistol course before you even step foot in a concealed carry course. If I'm wrong, let me know. But I'm of that basic opinion. Why? There's only so much stuff that a concealed carry course can teach you because there's a lot that we have to kind of cram in in 16 hours. Now, different instructors do it differently. So let's back it up. <clears throat> One, let's talk about the types of firearms. Absolutely, Evelyn. The types of firearms, okay? Uh, you got your uh, semi-automatic and you got your revolver, Okay. Uh, then there are the actions, you know, the double action only, single action only, traditional double action, first shot, double every subsequent shot, single until it's decocked, and then you've got your uh, striker fired, okay? Uh, then you, then, you know, then, then you've got the, the way that you rack the slide and the way that you insert the magazine. There's so much stuff that goes with it, and then learning how to clean that firearm too, which is important. Would it surprise you to know that depending upon the instructor and the area and even the race of people who they teach, there are some folks who have not taken a basic pistol course. They don't understand basic pistol and even basic pistol marksmanship. Why would I say that a concealed carry course is not a basic pistol course? Because of the implications that is implied. Yes, you said that racking was blowing me. I'm glad you're here, Tania. I'm glad. You know, um, there are some implications that go with the basic pistol course. A basic pistol course, and for those of you all watching on Facebook, please share. Okay, tag some people into this conversation. Let's make it a robust conversation because obviously I'm watching your comments and I want to interact with you. Okay. And we're going to be doing this and other topics every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time on YouTube, Facebook, stuff like that. Okay. Um, but basic pistol. If I were to teach a basic pistol class, those of you all who have been in my concealed carry class, hey, Florence, what's going on? You know, there are two types of personalities you pretty much get with me. You get that drill instructor in your face, no BS type of personality as it relates to that concealed carry course. Why? Because of the implication behind that concealed carry course that once you are done, this will qualify you 
to, you know, at least apply and provided that you meet other terms and conditions and qualification requirements, then you will be authorized to carry a loaded firearm on or about your person in places authorized by law, right? But that's not the case with a basic pistol course. A basic pistol course, it teaches you the nomenclature. We can kind of tone it down a little bit, okay? We can tone it down a little bit. And so with the basic pistol course, I don't need to be all rough and tough and drill instructor-ish because I can actually take my time. I can take my time and teach you the, the, the ins and outs of that particular pistol that you have because it really should be one that you have, right? And with your pistol, teach you how to develop certain tactics and techniques with your pistol with basic operation. Teach you how to break down your pistol. A lot of the people that come to my concealed carry classes don't even have their own pistol. So it's like I can teach you how to do it with mine, but then you would just have to relearn it because different firearms disassemble differently. I'll say it again. Different firearms disassemble differently. Okay? And so uh, with that, I'm able to teach you how to disassemble your particular pistol. Then after that, I can then, you know, teach you, you know, obviously the basic firearm rules, which comes, you know, first and all that great stuff. Then I can teach you how to hit the piece of paper. That's called marksmanship. How to hit the piece of paper. Oh, you're not going to teach me how to protect myself and how to shoot a person? No, that's not a basic pistol course, right? A basic pistol course teaches you not just about the gun, how to clean it, all that stuff, but teaches you basic pistol marksmanship, how to hit a specific spot of the paper, center of mass, consistently. Now, that basic pistol course is typically about eight hours. If you look at NRA standards, some plus or minus, depending upon where you go and who the certifying body is. If you tack that eight hours on top of a 16-hour course. Well, Mike, that's not the Illinois standard. Illinois says you can use the eight-hour basic pistol course with the NRA, I mean, uh, the eight-hour NRA basic pistol course, and then all you have to do is take another eight, eight, nine, and 16, and I'm good, right? No, 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 no. I think you should take that eight-hour basic pistol course and tack it on top of 16 more hours. 16 more hours. Those of you all who's lo uh, looking for where my class is located, it's 79th and Champlain in the city. You can go to MikeBrownsClass.com. I'll put out that information shortly. But you put that eight-hour basic pistol course on top of 16 hours, you got 24 hours, which is way more than any place, right? So not only are you walking into the concealed carry course with a basic understanding already, I can then teach you more in the concealed carry course because you can't carry a pistol on your person in Illinois with just a basic pistol. But with the concealed carry, you're walking out there with 24 hours and that's not enough, but that's a little bit more than 16 hours. And you're actually learning more than you would maybe just in a basic 16 hour course. Why do I say that? I asked a question of my class. And after this, we're going to go on ahead and take the podcast to commercial break, and then we'll come on right back. 
I asked this of my class, and I, I love my classes, by the way. I really, really do. Those of y'all who have been my students, I love y'all. You just don't know. And if you've been to my class, you already know, okay? But I asked this of my class. In honesty, if you did not have to take this class to get certified or to be able to have the license to carry a firearm, how many of you would still take a class? Less than half raised their hand. And so that's that's problem. Now, I'm not judging them. They're just speaking their truth. That's what I wanted them to do. But that's a problem. Because people are forced to get the training and then you get in the class and figure out what you don't know. Just like uh, Tania Washington, hope I'm saying your name right, said uh, that racking was really something else. There are some people who get firearms. I'm not saying Tania was one. Thank you for your comment. But there are some people who get firearms and they get it because of the cosmetics of how it looks. It looks pretty. It looks small. It looks like I can handle it, you know. And then they don't take into consideration the physical dexterity, the mechanics that it actually takes to be able to use the pistol. So we're going to go ahead and take the podcast to a commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how to actually choose the pistol that's right for you and we'll read the comments before we go into that don't go anywhere you're listening to on the mic with mike i'm your podcast host uh i almost said uncle mike instructor mike we'll be right back all right what's going on we're back with on the mic with mike i am your podcast host um, i keep saying uncle mike why what i keep saying uncle i think because somebody in the comments said they needed my help and called me uncle yes matter of fact so y'all don't think I'm crazy. I'm going to put the screen right, put it right across here on the screen. I, I passed your class, got my certificate, and the state deal denied, still denied me. I need your help, Uncle Miles. I will get to you, okay? And that's another thing that we're going to talk about, too. Um, so for those of you all just listening, this is On the Mic with Mike. I am your host, Instructor Mike. You can follow me again on Facebook at Mike Brown or Instructor Mike. Follow me on Instagram and TikTok. Yes, Mike said it. Subscribe to my YouTube page, uh, Instructor Mike. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell for notifications. All right, let's get back into it. We were previously talking about, you know, uh, why did you take a basic pistol course before you even dive right in and take the 16-hour course if you're in Illinois, okay? Get some kind of familiarity. Now we're going to go on ahead and look at some comments, talk about that, and then we'll go on ahead and talk about how to choose a pistol for you because that is important too. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and start from the bottom and keep going. Here we go. Toya Montana, what's going on? How long after you take your class do you get your concealed carry license? If you are in the state of Illinois, that depends. So after your 16-hour class uh, and you pass, because you're going to pass, right, you'll get your certificate. You will apply to www.ispfsb.com. Do I have that? Yep, there we go. WW, never mind the appeals part, right? www.ispfsb.com. I'll take that out there so that you have it across the screen. Okay, there we go. Good. www.ispfsb.com. That is where you will apply. Okay. You do need the following. You need 10 years of address history. Okay. Uh, from the 10 years of address history, you will also need a head and shoulders photo, no smile, straight mugshot of your likeness. Uh, a valid state ID or driver's license, the concealed carry application, I mean, not the application, but the certificate, and then you will need uh, $153.58, about $154, okay? Um, so, 
with that, uh, it depends. So you got two tracks you can take, okay? Uh, one, you can take the track where you don't get fingerprinted, and that means you're going to wait for your concealed carry license uh, somewhere 120 plus days. They've gotten just a little bit better with their time, but not so much, okay? With fingerprinting, it's supposed to be statutorily 35 to 90 days. They, uh, yeah, don't bet on those times. The best thing that I can tell you is that apply and let it fly. Pay attention to your email, pay attention to your text messages, but apply, let it fly, stay busy. Because if you're watching the mailbox, you are going to wreck your brain. If you are watching and putting a lot, you're going to wreck your brain. Just apply, pay attention to your inboxes, your emails, stuff like that. You know, about once every two weeks, but apply and let it fly. Don't you wreck your brain on this stuff, okay? Don't you do that, okay? Uh, here we go. You said, don't pick a pistol with a high-capacity magazine or laser sight in Crook County. I will say this. If you all are on YouTube and you're at work and you have the ability to, go to the YouTube page, Cook County Light and Criminal Courts Room 100. That's Felony Bond Court. If you want to hear what they are arresting and charging people with that's the best place to go because if you're in cook county that's where you're probably going to end up is at that court before it gets assigned out to one of the other branches okay that high capacity magazine stuff it doesn't always apply like it just depends on the situation so you really gotta pay attention to what's going on in the courts and that's the best way to. That's one of the good things that came out of COVID is that we're actually able to be in bond court and listen to what the prosecutors, the defense attorneys, and the judges are actually doing and not be the subject of an arrest or waiting for a family member. Take advantage of the free stuff that's out there, right? Uh, D. Samuels, how can I get a Florida concealed carry? I already have my Illinois concealed carry. I want to cover more states. So what you need to do is go to the website. Uh, just look up Florida Concealed Carry. I'm going to put it on the screen in a little bit once I uh, dive into it and find it. Okay, I'm going to put it on the screen. But uh, Florida Concealed Carry is good to get. In fact, you'll get that faster before you even get your Illinois Concealed Carry. Okay, uh, Provided that you do have your FOID card and stuff like that. But your 16-hour certificate is enough for you to apply and get your Concealed Carry. Let me go on ahead and look up the Florida concealed carry application yes i can go on ahead and put that across the screen for you yeah here is the nah that's not it that's some aftermarket crap you don't need that i want you to have the actual direct application this is it right here oh yeah so i'm gonna put this pdf up here uh the link and hopefully you all will be able to use it whatnot let me put it up here you said you're waiting while waiting for your license what are you talking about I'm sorry, I don't mean what you're talking about like that, but I just put it up in the comments right there, okay? So hopefully it's a clickable link. I can't see it, but hopefully it's a clickable link and you should be able to go on ahead and there are the instructions. Follow those instructions, okay? Uh, www.fdacs.gov, okay? Uh, those of you all listening on the podcast, uh, just go on ahead and you can text me, I don't care, 773-372-3929, uh, 773-372-3929, just say Florida CCL and I'll send you the link, okay, 773-3, don't call me now because I'm live, but 773-372-3929, okay, you said please come to Maryland and teach, I will, I'm actually uh, getting my 
uh, certification to teach in Maryland, and I will be out that way. All right, so another good question, and I'm going to go back up and track back up. What do you think about U.S. Law Shield? That's the attorneys who will work your case if and when you use your firearm. Um, I don't know anything about U.S. Law Shield that much. And the fact that I don't know anything about them could be a good thing and a bad thing. Um, I will say this. Here are some significant things that you want to pay attention to. What's their track record for winning cases, right? What's their track record for cutting deals? What's their track record for you know, the investigators that they have that work for you, you know, uh, CCW safe is a good option. USCCA is the option I tend to promote more. Okay. They are definitely a more popular option. Okay. I will definitely post a link right here. Matter of fact, let me do that. And what you can do is click on that link. Uh, it's pretty much usccapartners.com forward slash Mike Brown, usccapartners.com's dot coms that's why i gotta hold on for a minute let me <laughs> type this out uh good dot com forward slash mike brown and they will give you some information for you to consider okay so i did put that up there it's a clickable link too you can go on ahead and click that put your email address in there and they will send you a free concealed carry guide things for you to consider um you said what made me change my mind about oh i guess that error occurred you said what made me change my mind about uscca they're more popular, I guess, right? Um, they, they actually provide a lot of training. Uh, I tried to reach out to CCW Safe. CCW Safe, it was a hard time to try to get in contact with them. So uh, customer service is always a big thing. Uh, and so USCCA had that customer service. And so that's what made me change my mind about them. Plus, my buddy, Dave McDermott, a great defense attorney. Like, really, really good. I've seen him in action. Uh, he's on board with USCC. I had a talk with him. And of course, I always yield to better uh, experience and better advice uh, uh, in terms of who can do what. And, and I have to admit, there are some things I just don't know. Uh, so the questions that I still asked were valid, right? Uh, what's your track record? What's your win winning record? What's this? What's that? And so, you know, uh, because you could do everything right and still be falsely arrested. You can do everything right and still be falsely arrested. I want you to understand that, okay? And so if you're going to carry that firearm, know that to be the fact, right? You can do everything right and still be falsely arrested. U.S. Law Shield, I don't know enough. I know they used to be Texas Law Shield. Now they're U.S. Law Shield. I don't know enough about them to give it a definitive answer. I just know that CCW Safe and USCCA both provided more stuff than U.S. Law Shield. I know you might have gotten exposed to U.S. Law Shield because that's probably what was in front of you. Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> I'm glad you asked that question, Joe. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, yes. Let me answer this question real quick and then I'll get to your question, Joe. That's probably what you got exposed to, uh, Tanya, uh, Tania, uh, in the class. And so typically the first thing that's thrown in front of you is what you typically go with because, you know, we all want protection, right? But, uh, I always encourage you to weigh your options because there's a difference between like, let's, let's talk about car insurances real quick. Here we go. There's a difference between, USAA, Geico, State Farm, Progressive, you know, uh, the car state, you know, I just said State Farm, the car insurances that can afford to drop you, right? And then the general, Tauro, bumfuck Egypt insurance. You see what I'm saying? I just got to put it out there, right? And then one thing offers you full coverage. The other thing offers you full coverage. You see what I'm saying? There is a difference. Like when you need that stuff, are they going to come through? 
Are they going to help you? What do the reviews say? What is the track record? You know what I'm saying? And I'm not expecting 100% perfection, but I am expecting well over 90 to 95 cent uh, uh, percent uh, protection and, you know, assurance that, that you will give me your best foot forward. Okay. Um, defense attorneys don't exist to necessarily get you off all the time, but they do exist if, you know, the circumstances are fitting to get you off of a case and stuff like that, then sure, cool. But sometimes a defense attorney is just there to try to get you the best deal because sometimes the circumstances are not in your favor. This is why as a concealed carry instructor, firearms instructor, former cop, veteran, all that great stuff, whatever, conflict avoidance is always the best. 100% of the wars you do not get in, you win. Not everything is something you should shoot at. You don't always have to shoot. You know, still being scared works. Oh, just because you got that pistol, I don't need to be scared no more. What? Yes, just because you have that pistol, you can still run. You can still cry. If you got to crap your pants and pee on yourself just to make them back down, you know, you can still do all of those things, too. And everything will still, you know, maybe it'll work out for you. Because if you attack the person's mind, you might have a better chance of succeeding. You see what I'm saying? Some people don't even want to fight the wars in the mind. And to see the forest, they just want to see the trees and start shooting at trees because they're there. You know, um, so I haven't forgotten about the books and I haven't forgotten about picking the right gun for you because we're going to get back to that. Here we go. We're going to go ahead and take another commercial break and we're going to come right back with Instructor Mike on On the Mic with Mike. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Kids are bombarded with so much information these days. It can be hard for them to discern the messages that are important and valuable. The What I Tell Myself book series from author Michael A. Brown is an award-winning series that has been featured on CBS, Fox, and NBC for their powerful and positive messages for kids. Based on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, Michael A. Brown's book, What I Tell Myself First, Children's Real-World Affirmations of Self-Esteem, is a book of real-world affirmations that highlight the various abilities and attributes of the reader while exposing readers to realistic possibilities of rejection of difference in various forms. The author also writes books about self-protection, talent, impatience, and more. These are colorful and inspiring books that you and your children will love. They're full of easy-to-understand positive messages that are heartwarming and impactful. You can learn more about the wonderful books from author Michael A. Brown online at whatitellmyselffirst.com. That's whatitellmyselffirst.com. All right, we're coming right back to uh, On the Mic with Mike. All right, let's dive right into it. So, yeah, <laughs> that's so true. We did hella scenarios, and everybody want to shoot. That's correct, Tania. Oh, my God, we've been having an interesting conversation on YouTube and Facebook. And by the way, if you do have a YouTube channel, go on ahead and uh, find Instructor Mike. Uh, I think it's like two of us out there, but I'm Black Mike. Find Instructor Mike, hit the subscribe button, hit the bell for notifications. We're on the road to 100,000 subscribers. So let's go ahead and keep pushing. You can also follow me on TikTok at Yes Mike Said It, Instagram, Yes Mike Said It, all those social media handles. Let's get back into it. Yes, Tania, you will find that. And I know Tim, I, I worked with him. Uh, and even uh, Rick Bolton, I didn't work with him, but I, I, I know of him. And I know they put out some hell of a scenarios and everybody just could not wait to shoot. And it's like, this is on the heels of people talking about how 
Man, let's stop the police this, stop the police that. <clears throat> Can't you all pick better options? Can't you all do this? Can't you do that? And then next thing you know, you're trying to shoot up everything simply because you got a gun. And it's like, what do you hear yourself? And, and I know Tim and the rest of them had to bring that point out to them. Like, you know you're doing the same stuff you accuse the police of doing, right? <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry about that. And that's an important point, a very important point that under stress, just when you think you're going to do something different than the police, nah, bro, you're going to do the same thing that they do. Because what's the common denominator? You both are humans. You're both humans. Okay. So Joe Kelly asked, are there any more books coming out in the near future? Yes, I have. I'm a, a children's book author of 20 uh, illustrated books. You can find that on MikeBrownsBooks.com, flashing across the screen here. Uh, I do have a book called Why Do Grown-Ups Have Babies? Yeah, I'm going there. Why Do Grown-Ups Have Babies? Yeah, that's going to be a fun book. I, I, I don't want to spoil it, but it is going <laughs> to... Oh my God, it's, it's edgy. It really is. And um, I think it's a great way to introduce the conversation to your, you know, sixth and seventh graders about that thing because they already got questions and probably already have answers. And yeah, so good book to have that conversation. So, yeah, I do have those and, and three others in illustration, too. So you can check them out. MikeBrownsBooks.com. Thanks for that question, Joe. Uh, I appreciate you. Zulu one much love and. Love, thank you for teaching great gun safety. Too many knuckleheads out there. I appreciate that's high praise. Don't forget if you're watching by YouTube, hit that subscribe. Oh my God, you are so correct. I'm gonna throw it up there. I haven't forgotten your question. Cooler 675 on YouTube. Uh, and Charles World, what's going on? Excellent point. Some people need to know. Great. What's going on, John Hampercamp? Um, body cams for everyone is not a bad idea. Look, I want you to understand in the court of law, it is not what you know. It is what you can prove. I say again, it is not what you know. It is what you can prove. Let me rewind that again. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove, especially if you're talking about chivalry related stuff. Please hit the like button, y'all. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell for notifications. Share it. Bring some people into the conversation because surprise it. Unlike uh, Tania and those who have attended my class, a percentage of y'all watching this no damn well. You're probably getting something here. I, Chris, Chris said, put me in the game. I'm bringing my friend, another instructor. He's going to go on ahead and chime on in uh, regarding this conversation. Yeah, man. Yes, sir. Yes, you know you are getting great training here. And I do not claim to know everything, nor will I attempt to claim to know everything. I dare not do such a thing. But I will tell you this, okay? I invite other people to this platform who also will share their knowledge. And we're going to have a fun conversation. So I'm going to get to the whole uh, talking about how to choose a firearm. And I'm going to invite my buddy in, okay? And he can pr uh, provide his advice. He is uh, firearms instructor Chris Norman from ABC uh, Tactics, another firearms instructor in Chicago. And it doesn't have to be just Chicago instructors. If you want to share your information, uh, by all means, please, uh, if you want to share your information, come on in 
and uh, I'll definitely send you the link and you can come on in here. I don't care. Even if you're just following on YouTube, wherever the case may be, I'll uh, send you the information so you can go on ahead uh, and just share with everybody because it's all about sharing with everybody. Chris, I just sent you the link. Gone ahead. When I see you, uh, come on in. I'll bring you up on the screen. Let's get to the whole. Here we go. Yes, sir. I was a deputy. It's absolutely about what you can prove. Yes, it is not about what happened. It's about what you can prove, what you can prove. And especially when it comes down to gender, especially when it comes down to age, especially when it comes down to some of the controversial things that get people canceled. You hear me? Just the mere allegation is enough to wipe somebody out. And you need to have that 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 independent witness, that camera to protect you. You're, you're right. And you know what? I think I'm going to go on ahead and purchase some body cameras and do a body camera show. I'm going to do some, a body camera show. Okay? Here we go. Coming to the stage is Instructor Chris from ABC Firearms Tactics. What's up, man? What's going on, Mike? How you feeling? Go ahead. Plug your business, bro. Yeah, ABC Firearms Tactics. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram. Either one you like. Um, I've given out all the information, the content that I got for the public, man. Anything I can give, I got it. Anything you all want to ask me, go ahead and shoot. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So let's go on ahead and talk about how to choose the type of firearm for you. And I'm going to put it in the banners so that way you can see it across the screen. Okay. Here we go. Affordable. Comfortable. Let me make sure I'm spelling it right. <laughs> you uh usable. Yeah, it come across wrong. Usable and battle ready. Okay. Usable and battle ready. Affordable, comfortable, usable, and battle ready. What do those things even mean? What do those things even mean? Affordable. Um, is it in your price range? Now, don't sit here and tell me about how the firearm, you can't afford it because it costs too much. And it's like, man, let me tell you something. AR Leak will tell you, AR Leak will tell you that, um, matter of fact, let me put some commas behind that. Act like I do have some kind of doggone degree. You know what I'm saying? Like I've been to somebody college or something like that. Like I'm some kind of author. You know what I'm saying? Uh, here we go. Yeah, there we go. Fix that on the fly. Shouts out to StreamYard for producing or having such an amazing platform where we can even have these conversations and do yeah, things like this. this. Yeah, this is amazing. I, I we'll, we'll talk for sure. Here we go. All right, affordable, comfortable, usable, battle ready. Affordable, comfortable, usable, battle ready. Affordable. Is the firearm something within your price range? Let me tell you something. A funeral is affordable. You know you can put a body on layaway. <laughs> you can put a body on layaway. Ask AR League, www.arleague.com for all your funeral needs in Chicago. As if he or she or they need the money, but <laughs> they are the number one in the funeral game, baby. So, shameless plug. Okay. Comfortable. And that's not comfortable. See, I'm saying. <laughs> hey, shut up, bro. <laughs> it totally messed that up. <laughs> all right, but it's comfortable. Yes. So, with comfortable, okay, yes, does that firearm fit in your hand like a glove, okay? I always recommend that you go to the range and try before you buy. Go to a gun store and try before you buy. If you go to a uh, store 
and you don't try before you buy it, you end up with a pistol that looks cute, but the shit's too hard to rack. Your there are some things you need to have. You need to have forearm strength, right? Uh, you, could, you could sit there. I'm a percussionist. You could sit there and do paradiddles for about 30 minutes, and you will see your forearms get stronger and get a workout. There are some things that you need to do to get stronger in the hands, okay? Uh, but once you, you know, one hand grip, two hand grip, you know, if you need help, is the point, touch, wrap, lay down, other things that you could do to get the dexterity and the ability to be able to hold that gun in your hand the right way. How does it even feel in your hand? You yeah, I like to uh, I like to compare it to almost like uh, shopping for a car. When you shopping for a car, you don't let somebody just tell you, "Oh, this is the best car for you," or you don't say, "Oh, that's the car I'm gonna get." Uh, you test drive it. You see if it's comfortable. You see if your family can fit. You see if it's it's good enough for those things. So you definitely gotta make sure it's comfortable, uh, affordable, like you said, usable, and battle ready. Absolutely. So uh, oh, he kind of froze up. I'm sure. You, okay, you can. You froze up. Backtrack yeah. and repeat that again. Yeah, I was saying like um, when you like when you buy a car, you want to make sure it's comfortable, comfortable for you, your family. You need the leg room. That car might look nice on, on the internet or on the television advertisement, but as soon as you hop in, at that point, you know like all right, I don't got no leg room here. Uh, so you gotta you gotta choose that way. You gotta choose wisely. Make sure it's the gun for you, the firearm for you. Absolutely. Because, man, people will give you everything that's good for them. And it might be a great gun, but it just might not be the one for you or a, the ones for you. A great, a great sale. It's, exactly. it, matter of fact, the one that I see that was absolutely the worst, a C, and, and you know what? I heard they got a flat face trigger. That CCI, I don't know if it's CCI, SCCY, that's what I meant. SCCY. They got the nerve to have a crimson, a crimson trace red dot optic on top of it with that hard trigger. Now, I heard they got a flat face trigger, a striker fired version. So I actually want to get that. But man, that was the worst. And then they, it's like you just put uh, you just put frosting on top of a toilet bowl. Yeah, it's like when people uh, don't shower, but they put the other one on, right? I couldn't have said it. I couldn't have said it better. I couldn't have said it better. So affordable, comfortable, usable. Comfortable and usable go hand in hand. When you're talking about the trigger press, okay? When you're talking about the trigger reset, I want you to understand those little details matter, okay? Some of y'all like, nah, just get a gun, get a trigger and slap it. Yeah, okay, maybe, maybe not. But different people have different um, body, body issues, okay? Because you've had a body longer than you've had a gun. Okay, and you got to work with those body issues. Okay, uh, the trigger reset, you know, the 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 action of the pistol, the dexterity. Are you able to shoot over longer periods of time? Can you sustain those things? You know, uh, and then battle ready. So here's this, Crystal. Uh, Chris, sorry. Some people want to go to the gun range and they pick up a pistol like this. Get them a little pew pew. Give them a little. Yeah, get them a little pew pew. And ladies, you guys are some, you ladies love you, but you are some of the most violators of this component because you want to get the gun that will fit right here. So that way somebody pull it, let somebody try it and see what happens, right? They always get the little pretty pink. Yes. And don't get me wrong. I'll rock a pink gun. The colors are not my issue. I will rock a pink gun. But my thing is, is that, is it battle ready? So what do I mean by battle ready? One, you know you're not going to go to the range like you need to. 
right? And so you need to make sure that you have a firearm that has a magazine capacity that's going to count for your misses. Because you know, doggone well, you are going to miss, okay? Because there's a difference between the range environment and the actual situation you will find yourself in. Because on the range, there are really no stressors except you. Really no stressors except you. But in an actual environment, you have a lot of other environmental factors. You have you factors. You could be a mom out there with your kids and stuff. It's a whole bunch of stuff that you're going to likely go through. And you're going to need to know how to operate that firearm under those conditions and be able to put some kind of trust in your firearm that it is reliable. Even though mechanical things do fail, it would likely fail less in certain respects if you got quality over crappy. Definitely. Okay. Have you had people bring firearms to your class? Oh my. Yes, share. Go ahead, share. For that reason, I've banned that. You, you must use the firearms that I bring just because uh, people bring these firearms and they have no experience with these guns. Um, it's the, the nicest gun that they saw or the cheapest gun that they saw. One of their favorites or someone uh, recommended them, but they never shot the gun. Yeah. Um, a lot of people get in their concealed carry, which I appreciate. Um, but they want the smaller guns, not knowing that you need more training with smaller firearms because they're less accurate um, and they're not putting in the work. They, they don't want to put in the work or it's just not a priority for whatever reason. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> you said at carrying them groceries. You're absolutely correct. You know, uh, Zulu Zulu one says I carry my revolvers most of the time. I'm a Glock and Spiel guy. Uh, thir a 30, a 22, and a 17, 45 ACP, 40 caliber, 9 millimeter. Uh, did we go? Huh? Did I, I go out over there? No, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, but we're back, though. We're back. We're still going. Yeah. Uh, nothing Nothing wrong with... All right, let me stop tripping. I don't... Look, revolvers... Don't lie to him, Mike. Don't lie to him. Yeah, because I... Revolver and some more well, yeah, because, you know, shouts out to... The retired firefighter Dwayne Williams, who lost his life, but he lost his life because he had, a, I mean, a revolver. Like, that's one of the reasons. Yeah, that's definitely one of the reasons he lost his life. Like, with a revolver, you gotta. So many dynamics have to be in play for you to be successful, especially with. I mean, I guess, okay, yeah, that's how the West was won. But this ain't the West, though. So many people are taking, you know, oh, my life in the shy. What's going on, man? Um, you know what? I'm going to answer your question, too. But so many people are taking, our bodies are different because we're eating different kind of stuff that's processed differently. You know, you could sit there and shoot a person six times and they could still come for you. They could be on all types of drugs and a whole bunch of other different stuff where it's just like, those five, six Those five. Might not be it. Yeah. And, and uh, I tell people often don't even understand the difference between single action, double action, things like that. So if your firearm, if you have a revolver and it's a double action revolver, that long heavy trigger pull might throw you off a little bit. So that might be a shot that's missed or a shot that you feel me is not what you wanted it to be. So um, people got to understand that. Knowing your gun, um, six rounds, 
in, in the, the world we live in today, that's that's not going to do it. No, um, no. And I don't want to sound like the, the gun-crazy uh, firearm instructor, but uh, that's just realistic. Uh, of course, you want to... I, I don't want to have to carry my firearm at all, but that's not the realization of the world we live in. So. Yeah, and shouts out to Zulu1, because he's uh-huh. definitely been commenting here. I could definitely appreciate you. And by the way, if you guys are watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, hit the bell for notifications, share, get people uh, into this conversation. We are definitely engaging you all in the uh, comments. My life and the shy have not forgotten your comment, your question, because that's a real good question. Uh, hey, Aaliyah, what's going on, Aaliyah? <laughs> I'm gonna show you her video. I probably should run it now. Show you that video of that BMF shotgun that we shot on the range out there at TK's range. Oh my god. All right, here we go. On. Uh, here we go. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Absolutely. Now, yeah, you're right. Here we go. Orison uh, Squirrel says my wife can't do the automatics. I'm, 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 I'm wondering why. I'm wondering why she can't do the automatics. It would be nice to find out uh, that Zulu One says he practices drawing more than anything. Alea Jones says hashtag she ready <laughs> and she and she is. I've had her on the range. You know, she's she came prepared, uh, but definitely, you know, I was able to add a little seasoning on onto what she does, and she definitely is a great student and friend. So for sure, uh, thank you very much for that, Alea. So let me get to um, uh, my life in the shy's question. Here we go. Should you get more than one gun, one for concealed carry and one for the home? I'm gonna let you lead with this question. Go. Yeah, he kind of froze up. He's coming back, though. All right, I'm here. Okay, you're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. For those of y'all who can't carry firearms, there's always the T-Rex grabber. Because if the gun can't get them, the grabber can. 
All right, that was dumb. Uh, but <laughs> okay, so my opinion on this. Yeah, I've always been a fan of carrying more than one gun. When I was a cop, I didn't have just one gun. I had, matter of fact, I carried two every time. Uh, and here we go. Contrary to what people would say, I am a fan of the revolver, just not for concealed. Primary. Yeah, not, not for your primary. So I still have my uh, Smith & Wesson Bodyguard 380 plus P. And or not 3 I'm said 38 plus P. Um, and I carried that in my appendix so that if I was ever on my back and the subject was on top of me and I was fighting, I was able to reach down to my, you know, duty belt area, pull it out. And I didn't need much distance. I would just hug them, pop, 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 dump six. I called it effectively D punch. And the D is what the D stands for. <laughs> What people do things for the D. Yeah. So that was my, that was my, you know, backup. But depending upon which department I was on, one department I carried the Springfield XD service 45 caliber because we could only carry 45s. Then here's a, here's an interesting story. So I went to, everybody was carrying 45s and everybody was carrying 1911s, right? So I was like, all right. I'm going to go on ahead and do it. You know, if you can't beat them, join them. Cool. Let's go with it, right? So I sit there, <laughs> and I get the six-hour 1911 TAC Ops, right? Eight-round mag, six-hour, already a great platform. You know, uh, 1911, if you're going to do it, I like carrying a light on my pistols. I didn't like uh, carrying firearms without a light because you're not going to always be in great light situations, and I don't have time to always have a flashlight. Like, you'll see these FBI tactics and stuff, and then once you go to a class where you learn about lights and how to effectively use them, you learn that this may not always be the greatest. You might need to put your light here and do other things with that light. So that's a whole other topic and subject. But I always like to have a light on my pistol, and it does increase the weight of the gun in certain respects. So, uh, on a foot chase, narcotics, uh, running at the guy, you know, running in between the houses and stuff like that. He, he bolts one way. I'm sitting here trying to chase after him. I go around and a pit bull is coming my direction. So I already have my firearm out. I begin to back up really fast and try to disengage. I have a habit, which I'm not going to break. I activate the thumb safety accidentally because my thumb goes up whenever I try to shoot one hand to stabilize that gun in my hand and for recoil control. At least that's what I tell myself. But that's what I do, and it's always worked for me. After I activated that safety, pressed that trigger, and it did not do nothing, good thing that I always carry my taser on support side carry, support side use. Okay, and those of you all who heard me talk about the officer using the taser on YouTube and what happened with that, understand that I am a proponent of firearm strong side carry, strong side use, ambidextrous, and then taser support side carry, support side use. So I immediately grabbed that taser, direct aim, press that trigger as a taser instructor. I've tased so many folks both in the field and in, so my aim is there. Hit them. Kept that finger on that trigger because it went past the four, I mean the five second cycle. As long as you keep your finger on the trigger and yeah, the dog met its end. But after that, I got rid of that Sig Sauer 1911 TAC Ops because that just, yeah, no, that is a messed up experience. And I, I'm glad it was a dog and not a person trying to shoot me because then what next? I hate manual safety. Yeah, and so it's like, 
This is why you need to, as much as you can, test your firearms under stress. And we're going to get back to the question, but I'm tying multiple lessons into this. Test your firearms under stress. You don't want to find out when the crap hits the fan that, oh my God, this was not good for me. That's the bad time to find out your fire extinguisher is empty. Okay? I think he froze. He might be coming back. All right. Uh, let's continue with the should you get more than one gun. So, long and short of it, yes, uh, I had two guns on duty, and then I would always have one gun off duty. I know Chris will be back. Uh, I had two guns on duty, one gun off duty. Whenever I would get ready to leave the department, I never kept... No, it's okay. It's, I mean, it's probably where you at the Wi-Fi. If you're on your phone and you're not in the Wi-Fi, it could be that too. Uh, if you got to come back and come back in, I got you. It's all good. We're going to continue the conversation. You're good. <laughs> All right, it's, it, 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 it didn't unfreeze, but we'll keep on going. We'll keep on going. Uh, and if you got to pop out and pop back in, because that happened with uh, Kiwan when he came on last time. So, up oh, there you go. All right, so he'll come back in. All right, holster and ammunition selection are also very important. What's going on, Jacob Noel? Shouts out to you. Um, but here we go. When we're talking about the uh, should you carry more than one gun, yes, I always carried two when I was on duty. And then when I was off duty, I carried two. But they were just two different guns, right? My duty guns would stay in the locker and my off-duty would stay with me. Why? Because depending upon which angle you're sitting in, you know, or whatever the case may be, um, you might want to have those, you know, those firearms. Uh, and that's just me. Uh, make sure you check the laws where you live to see if that's legal for you to do. But never carry more than you can control. Never carry more than you can control. Yeah, he's back. Okay. Never carry more than you can control. So... Uh, yeah, hopefully that does answer your question. Now, you said one for concealed carry and one for the home. <sighs> okay, so that's another question, too, within the same one. One for the home. I typically have the firearms that I would carry and concealed carry for home. But I will tell you this, from a police officer's perspective, and then I yield to uh, uh, Chris, the real shooter, for him to talk about that. But you always want to have more than one firearm, period. Because as, as soon as you use that firearm for self-defense, whatever the case may be, former homicide detective, I'm that gun is evidence. That's gun, that gun is evidence. And just because we take your firearm for evidence, that doesn't mean you're going to get arrested. That doesn't mean you're going to get charged. You know, uh, even though nothing we or any instructor tells you will keep you out of jail, right? But that doesn't mean you're going to get charged. But while they're waiting, while the investigation is going on, you're still authorized to carry so what are you going to carry? Now you got to go on ahead and buy another firearm, wait the three days, buy ammo, buy holsters, all that other stuff. Yes, get another gun. Get another gun, okay? What's your thoughts on this? I totally agree. Um, I, try, I try to, um, I guess, sympathize with those who don't have the money to buy multiple firearms because let's be honest, firearms aren't uh, cheap. Um, but once again, like I said, they are affordable. If you, if you want to protect your life, they're affordable. Um, but um, I think definitely you should have multiple. I'll be a hypocrite not to say so because I have multiple. I carry multiple daily. So um, I, I definitely agree with you. Even at home, um, you want to have something a little bit more powerful than a pistol, I, I would say, um, depending on where you live and how big your home is, too. Um, so that's that's definitely a thought, too. So even you having that pistol, 
and then maybe a shotgun or some type of rifle, um, depending on, like I said, your living dynamic. So I definitely agree you should have multiple firearms. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, let's see if I can find this story. That's not the case of... All right, there's another case, and it's in my email. I'm going to have to find it. Uh, we'll talk about it another time because there was a situation with a with a woman and a revolver. It did not go out. To, it did not go too well for her. But we'll talk about that maybe next Wednesday because I definitely want to dive into that. Uh, here we go. Should you use the same ammo for home defense and concealed carry? What do you think? Uh, yes. Um, I think people ask that question, or or a lot of people don't know why we use hollow points. Um. You use hollow points because ball rounds go through uh, targets at times. So it, there's a big possibility that um, you can possibly injure someone else or something that you are not trying to damage. Um, so that's why those hollow points are very important in any defense situation. Um, when you're at the range, ball points are definitely it. They're cheaper. It just makes sense to use them. Uh, but as far as any defense situation, yes, use hollow points. Yes. There are two things that come with using hollow point rounds for those of you all who don't know. You know, hollow points would do two things or have the likelihood of doing two things. One, when meat and material enters that hole, it is going to or likely to expand. Now, I want you to understand different hollow points have different expansions, right? So it's always good to study the ballistics of that. That's important, okay? But provided it expands like it's supposed to, Okay, it's going to cause a larger permanent wound channel. In essence, you're messing up more stuff inside of the body to increase the chances of that person stopping. I hate the term stopping power because humans are funny. We tend to imagine that the gun and that the bullet, not the projectile, not the actual cartridge, that's the whole thing, but the bullet is going to have some magical powers. Look, the, the bullet is going to impact what it impacts, and depending upon the effect after the bullet's impact is going to increase the likelihood of stopping that threat, okay? The threat is not stopped until it's stopped. If it's down, it doesn't mean it's totally out of the count. If it's down, you create distance in the other direction, not walking towards that threat. That reminds me of a wonderful clip that I saw, uh, 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 and I watch this movie all the time, Inglorious Bastards. You've seen that movie, right? I did. Oh, my God. you got to watch it. Quentin Tarantino. Uh, but uh, in that movie... When the female uh, uh, movie theater owner, Shoshana, when she shot the Nazi private who was being awarded in the movie for shooting a lot of Americans and enemies from a tower, a great sniper feat, um, <clears throat> you know, she, he was flirting with her heavily and had been doing so for quite some time. He entered the top part of where the movie was being projected during you know, the old school stuff like that. And so she shot him multiple times, pop, 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 and did a great job. He was down. And so when he was down on the ground, she began to walk towards him, at which point in time he flipped over and then shot her multiple times, and they both died at the same area together. When that threat is down, and that, that, that does happen, okay? When that threat is down, you're not an EMT. You're not a doctor. You're not doing any kind of pulse check. You're not the police. You're not walking up trying to kick the gun out the side and then walking up and all of a sudden, click, click, good to go. That's not your role. You play your role. Threats down. Pop, pop, pop. You exfil. You disengage. You break contact. Get out the way. Okay? 
what to do after that, that's another topic of discussion. We're definitely going to have that discussion, too. But, um, I forgot the other one. Oh, hollow points, yes. The second benefit of hollow points is because of the expansion of the bullet, it is likely that it will slow down and stay within Stay within that threat. Now, do not think that is going to automatically happen. Again, former homicide. Yes, again, former homicide. You've seen stuff that you've seen. Uh, whenever I've attended autopsies and stuff like that for the decedent, whenever you have a small entrance, large exit, either one, that person was hit with a hollow point round, or two, it was a round that tumbled hitting and causing a larger exit because it had enough velocity to be able to do that. We're still talking about the laws of physics here, okay? So make no assumptions other than what you see in certain respects and then what you see may not be what it is. If it's down and appears to be down and not shooting at you, you've stopped the deadly threat, quote-unquote, break contact, you know, but that's why you want to use hollow points. Uh, ballpoint ammunition or full metal jacket, you could use it if you have nothing else, but... Use hollow points if you can, okay? You take this question. Here we go. Uh, my dad is simplified also. Why I'm old school, absolutely. Let's see. I'm going to read your question, Andy Ham. Uh, not his question, but his statement. I always tell people to use what works for you, even if it's just a 22. Just be comfortable with the tool that you're using. Yes, I like 22s. Can you imagine 10 beast things coming at you at a quick... You, you're talking about very low recoil. Your body can't take 10 22s. Hell, the casing is enough to burn the crap out of you. I... I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got two burns right here. As a matter of fact, multiple burns. I'm a multiple. And depending on what, uh, depending upon what that bullet has to defeat in terms of clothing, barrier, other kinds of stuff. So, I mean, it, it, that's a long conversation into 22s, but definitely giving you a, a, a taste of that. Those of you all listening to the On the Mic with Mike podcast, you've been also listening to Instructor Chris, a.k.a. The Real Shooter. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take a podcast break and we're going to come right back up and continue this conversation. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, what's going on? It's Instructor Mike. Are you in the market for a good firearm? Are you looking for a place in the state of Illinois where you can practice effective and safe usage of a firearm to defend yourself, shooting for sport, or just inviting your family members out to a wonderful place where they can learn about exercising their Second Amendment rights? Well, Eagle Sports Range is the place for you. 5900 West 159th Street in Oak Forest. Our state-of-the-art range is comfortable, safe, and provides you with the perfect environment to enjoy your shooting. Whether you're a firearms enthusiast or just starting out, their range has everything you want for your shooting needs. Fully air-conditioned for comfort with friendly and knowledgeable staff that also have a great selection of firearms for sale or rent as well as ammunition that you conveniently need on site. 
Eagle Sports Rage. That's EagleSportsRage.com, 708-535-3000. Here's another question on here. Those of you all just coming back with the uh, podcast, this is On the Mic with Mike. I am your host, Instructor Mike. Here is Instructor Chris, a.k.a. The Real Shooter. You can follow me on Facebook, Mike Brown on Instructor Mike. Follow me on Instagram, Yes Mike Said It. And TikTok, Yes Mike Said It. Uh, subscribe to my YouTube page, Instructor Mike. Hit that subscribe button. Hit the bell for notifications. For support, for, for support of the channel, support of these channels, you can always get some wonderful merch at MikeBrownsMerch.com, just as it sounds, MikeBrownsMerch.com. Com, okay, if you want to sign up for a concealed carry class, MikeBrownsClass.com. Chris, go on ahead and plug your business information, and we'll continue with the conversation that someone asked about headshots. This is going to be fun. Go. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead and make sure you like and follow the page on Facebook, ABC Firearms Tactics, on Instagram, ABC.FirearmsTactics. Uh, for all inquiries, concealed carry classes, one-on-one classes, uh, firearm, uh, pistols, rifles, shotguns, uh, let me know, abc.firearmsactics at gmail.com. Uh, tap in, my real, and TikTok, the real shit. I just made one of those, actually, Mike. Uh, you inspired me. <laughs> man we're gonna have to talk about that tiktok platform so you know <laughs> that's a little different man i'm gonna tell you it's a little different thank you i appreciate that zulu one i appreciate that man i appreciate you being a part of the conversation those of you all on youtube if you have not thought about subscribing please subscribe there's definitely going to be more conversations like this but you can count on every wednesday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, Central Daylight Time, Chicago Time, uh, you'll be able to go on ahead and uh, uh, chime in on the conversation. If you want to come in and be a guest and talk about your experience, we're going to have more than just conversations about uh, firearms. We're actually going to have conversations from people who have been victims of crimes and stuff like that and their story of inspiration. So it's going to be a lot of stuff that's going to change the way you look at this channel, change, the, change what you get from this channel. I just want to make you better, okay? I just want to make you better. All right, here we go. Morgan ML3, I hope you're still here on YouTube. He asked, when in a self-defense situation, should you just aim for the head? You want to take this first? <laughs> yeah, I think you're going you to eat them up way worse than I am. Um, center mass, man. Stick to it. Center mass. Um, center mass. That simple. Center mass is the largest part of the body. You definitely got a lot of... Uh, Definitely got a lot of body organs there, um, so it's a good chance that you can stop that threat. The head moves, it's a small target. You're going to be under a lot of stress, um, a lot of stress. You're going to be palm sweaty, uh, uh, breathing hard, everything that you train barely for. I mean, not saying you, uh, Morgan, is that Morgan? Yeah, uh, not saying you, Morgan, but uh, the average shooter, um, they, they train for it. They don't have time to be trying to aim at uh, a head. Um, I know someone who was in a self-defense shooting and he said he didn't even see his sights. So uh, this is something that, nah, uh, center mass, uh, not only if you're using your sights, but even if you just get to the point where you need to point shoot um, and, and you want to aim center mass at all times. All right, so here we go. Headshots have a place. I want you to understand, even if you're talking about certain things like a Mozambique drill, okay? A Mozambique drill. Yeah, two to the chest, one to the ocular cavity, stuff like that. Even now, some of you all may say, think body armor, right? Okay, even if you shoot someone here and they have body armor, you still got the projection of that energy, that kinetic energy that impacts the vest, which buys you time. 
Distance equals time. Distance equals time. You have to have the distance to have the time to act. If you don't have the time, you have to manufacture the distance to have the time to act. And so with that kinetic energy and that impact, it could buy you time for the precise ocular cavity shot. And it's not just a headshot. Some people just focus on the entire head. Now, bullets in the face, yeah, okay, all that great stuff, right? But then you're talking about the skull. This is designed to take a lot of impact. You know, there was a situation in South Africa uh, where they were trying to storm a hijacked plane, and you had one of the operators that entered, shot the guy, ballpoint round, bow, right here, knocked him out. Guy woke up on the table in autopsy. You know, it, it, it's just crazy like that, you know? You, you, you don't want to take that type of risk. This is why people practice for the what they call the T-zone, the ocular cavity here, because you've got soft brain tissue or soft bone right here to where the bullet can actually penetrate and reach where it needs to go. But let me ask you this. If I see you and you see me, we both see each other. We both have firearms. We both are laterally. We're moving under the influence of stress. And my head is doing all this. Do you think you're going to be able to shoot me fresh out in the head? You might look up. But in terms of your first shot that you're eight, if you could do it, cool. Congratulations. I know there are some great shots out there, but I'm talking about you basic asses that don't <laughs> practice. Don't do that shit. You'll be mad. Yeah, A non-moving piece of paper. Yes, like, yes, yeah. Yeah. So, I... I I hope that answered your question. Um, John, I will definitely let you know. Uh, matter of fact, I want to bring you in probably for the next show because it's getting ready to be an hour, 15 minutes. I'm like a fat guy. <laughs> I'm hungry. I need to eat. <laughs> All right. So it has been a pleasure uh, having you on here. I, I told you. Chris is going to be back. Marquise Miranda was on the show last time. Marquis, I, I didn't send it to him. I didn't send it to him. But hey, we're gonna have a show, and it's gonna be ten folks. <laughs> ten folks on the screen is gonna be more people than people would be able to actually handle. Like it's ten of y'all. That's fine. I'm gonna have a show, uh, and it's gonna be like in the near maybe a week or two, where or probably two or three weeks, where it's gonna be at least between five and ten of us, where we can all chime in and go back and forth and just provide a very robust conversation. And we're going to have to make this a two-hour one, baby. So y'all going to have to get your popcorn, bring your, bring your basic-ass drink, all that type. Not your alcohol drink. That's going to be something different. But you're gonna have to, we're going to have fun on this channel. We're going to have fun. going to be a mess, man. Yeah. We got, we got you, we got me. Uh, two unconventional instructors. Right? I'm telling you. And, I'm and that's what I want. I want some unconventional instructors. We're going to have John Haberkamp on there. We're going to have some other YouTube and some other Facebook followers. If you all are interested in jumping in and getting on the show and just providing that good content, you know, uh, on the show, by all means, you can go ahead and throw me a text. Uh, I'll throw the number across the screen, 773-372-3929. Oh, what happened? 773 I don't know what just happened. Here we go. I don't know. Oh, we're still. Now I'm good. <laughs> I threw myself off the screen. Here we go. 
773-372-3929, okay? If you're interested in being on the show, let me throw it across here. That's what I meant. Here we go. 773-372-3929. Just text me that you're interested in being on the show. Have a little conversation, whatever the case may be. Uh, and then uh, I'd be glad to have you on the show, okay? Yeah, I see you came back. <laughs> I threw my cell phone. <laughs> MacBook, you press it down with your fingers and it just do its own thing. So, other than that, uh, say your final words, man, and then we're gonna go ahead and cut out. Oh man, Mike, I appreciate you having me. Uh, I appreciate everybody who tuned in, man. Uh, follow Mike, you definitely uh, know you're getting your uh, knowledge. Definitely uh, one of my mentors, a uh, great guy, great firearms instructor, great trainer. Um, get with him, get with me, ABC Firearms Tactics Security uh, Training Concepts. Let's do it. Latasha Morris Garner said no. I don't know what the no meant. Okay. Ple yes, absolutely, John. Inbox me so I can go on ahead and, uh, you know, let you know what we're going to talk about, stuff like that, or whatever the case may be, or what you want to talk about. I don't, that's fine. Just throw the stuff out there. Okay. I just want to have guests on the show that are going to definitely provide great content and inspire folks to be their best. Okay. Uh, absolutely. You said, thank you for the training. You too. That's what I'm talking about. Make sure you follow uh, everybody on here. You said you don't use the same ammo. Okay. I'm glad you said that. You cleared that up, Latasha. All right. You all be safe. It has been a pleasure for those of you all listening on the podcast. This is instructor Mike and instructor Chris, the real shooter. You all take care. Those of you all who want to hear the podcast again, go to where podcasts are, Apple podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. Poppy underscore Wheezy on uh, YouTube said, thank you for so much extra knowledge. D Samuel says, great show. I appreciate you guys. That's what I'm talking about. We want to provide you great content, great content, great content. Until then, you are. Yes. Yes, and we want to answer those questions too. And we love it when you guys text. We love it when you guys text. What's going on, Jacob? I appreciate you. Jacob, I want to have you on the show too, okay? Absolutely. I appreciate you, Latasha. All right, let's go ahead and get out of here so I can stuff my face with <laughs> stuff that I should not but should be eating because if I don't, I'll die. And that's a bad thing. All right, I'll see you. <laughs>